Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. <clears throat> That's really good this morning. Today is Thursday, October 28th, and uh, headed to Writer Coffee this morning. Lots of things on my mind having to do with women and taking credit for our accomplishments. And I'm trying to figure out how I can talk about this in a way without without spilling tea, as it were. Seems like there are people worried lately about me spilling tea on this podcast. And it's like, I want to share with you guys real information about the industry, right? About being a career author. But it turns out that there are people who don't want me to talk about those things. Uh, a while back in like January, I spoke about, um, I think just, I can't even remember what, what exactly I, my theme was, but I was talking about behaving yourself in groups in general. And I gave a specific, um, example of somebody who had, um, run afoul of a group. However, I did not identify any of the people involved. I just talked about the situation and said, don't do this kind of thing. And uh, just recently I found out that somebody sent that podcast to someone in the group, you know, and I think they were like trying to get, I don't know, get me in trouble or maybe someone was just from the group saw it and thought it was funny, but you know, it's like from back in January. And um, the group saw it and they thought it was really funny. <laughs> so they're like, we don't know where she got the inside baseball. And the person who told me who's in that group fessed up and they're like, oh, okay. This is how grownups handle these things, you guys. It's, it's not that big of a deal. Um, I have had somebody say, you know, that if I talk about real stuff at all, that people out there will, will try to figure out who it is and that they will track it down. And it's like, I don't know. That's just a, I, I just don't, I just don't think that's true. Um, and also I think it would be really hard to figure it out. You know, people say, Oh, people can figure it out. And it's like, really, you know, it's like, I talk to so many different writers in so many different genres and I file off the serial numbers when I talk about things. I don't think so. And besides, I think that that implies a certain level of, um, I'm not going to say narcissism because I feel like that's a term that's getting watered down because we're throwing you around too much, but uh, self-involvement, um, solipsism that, that you think that, uh, if you think that people are really going to spend that much time trying to figure out stuff about you, um, you know, maybe people will. But I think it's unlikely. So anyway, um, in this particular case, I know of a female author who was um, one of my greatest influences. And I, um, you know, her love her books. Her books are just, uh, I don't luminous. And... Uh, 
I don't, I'm, I'm having trouble filing off the serial numbers here. At any rate, I don't think that, um, she, I heard that she refused an award and, and it kind of breaks my heart that she refused it. And one of the things she said was that she, that they could find someone more worthy. And I'm not going to put this down entirely to female, femaleness, although she is, um, older than I am. Um, really my, my mother's generation, not quite but in that neighborhood. And I don't know. I, I've seen so much evidence over time and maybe the younger women are a lot better than this, than my generation, but a lot of, um, I don't know. I think women have been so conditioned to not take credit for themselves. Um, I remember being at a conference many, many moons ago. When was this? Early nineties, early mid nineties. Uh, and it was for association for women in science. And there were all of these women getting up and giving different talks about their career paths and so forth. And after like the, I don't know, I think it might've been just like the first morning, one gal got up there and <clears throat> she may have been one of the organizers, or I, I think she may have just been an attendee, but she got up there and she said, okay, has anyone noticed that every single person so far has accompanied the story of their career path with, uh, some sort of mitigating phrase. And it was, and it was funny cause it was the same phrase every single time. Um, by a stroke of luck, by, by chance, um, I got lucky and, and you guys know, I'm always talking about acknowledging the role of serendipity in our lives. Well, this was like going way too far in the other direction. And she made a really good point. She said, every woman who has spoken so far has attributed her career success to something other than her own hard work and intelligence. And and as soon as she pointed it out, it was really striking. And so she said, okay, so I am proposing that for the rest of the conference, we do not use these phrases. And then it was so funny because people would get up there and be giving their talks and they would start to use the phrase and everybody would go, no. <laughs> and it was really, um, it was an illuminating experience. It was, it was fascinating to hear people have to readjust and not attribute things to luck. And, and they were supposed to use the phrase instead, something like, uh, through my hard work and diligence, through my persistence. Um, and, and it was hard, it was hard for them to say that instead. So I don't know. I think, um, we talk a lot about imposter syndrome and I've certainly been feeling some imposter syndrome uh, last week, because now that I'm president of science fiction and fantasy writers of America, CIFWA, um, I am now in really August company with, and I'm getting, you guys, I got an email from Greg bear. I mean, Greg bear emailed me and I was like, I had a little fangirl moment, you know, and I was like, wow. And, and it's easy to feel that imposter syndrome because I was like, wow, what if I say something stupid to Greg bear? <laughs> And why, why am I in, in this company with, with all these other people? And, um, 
And do I deserve to be, right? Through some stroke of chance. And I think I tend to, so here's, here's my, here's my excusing myself, my imposter syndrome is that I put it down to that I was elected president because I'm really well organized. Organization is my superpower. And because I'm really well organized and I'm a good administrator. Um, and other people have pointed out to me uh, that that's not the only reason I was elected. And it's like, oh. <laughs> um, but isn't that funny how we do that to ourselves? How we talk ourselves out of, oh, I'm not, I'm not that, you know, it's, I'm not, I wasn't elected because I'm a wonderful fantasy writer. It's because I'm actually a, a just a good administrative assistant. And I don't know. It's a, it's a funny thing. And so I think when people offer us, offer to celebrate our accomplishments and we put them off and say, well, find someone more worthy. Um, what, what is that saying? I mean, in some ways you're, you're kind of kicking them in the teeth by saying, you know, like, I don't think you know what you're talking about. Uh, I don't trust your judgment. I mean, is that what we're saying? So anyway, that's, um, I know vague, I can't be more specific than that, but you know, it's, it's interesting when you talk about various authors and, and you guys can see some of my books behind me, you know, like, um, especially female authors, especially female authors who write romance crossover that they are not treated seriously. And I was having a conversation with a writer friend of mine yesterday who was very excited that she gets to meet an author on her travels soon. And I said, I don't think I've heard of that author. And she said, oh, well, she's huge. She's huge. She's, um, you know, as big as this other author. And I was like, oh, I don't think I've heard of that other author too. I mean, it's really odd. And she said, oh, well, you know, they're, they're in, you know, there's only room for so many people in literary anointed SFF. And, and those two are it. And I was like, oh, I guess I don't know a lot about literary anointed SFF then. And I looked them both up and part of it is because they both write short stories and I just don't read short stories. Um, you know, that's every once in a while, but I don't enjoy reading short stories. I, you know, I want a novel. I want something that'll last a long time. And a short story just oh, almost always leaves me feeling kind of unsatisfied. But, you know, I've been bringing this up a lot lately, and it's striking to me that there are so many different circles of readership um, where people, you know, attain celebrity within a certain pond. And, you know, and I, I, uh, I pasted, I messaged to Grace, because we message most days, and I said, okay, no Googling. Have you heard of this author or this author? And she was like, no. Uh, it's like I felt better that she hadn't heard of them either and and I did the same thing to Dorinda and she didn't know so it's like all right well you know they're just not in our particular readership and I explained to Grace who they were and she said well you know big fish very small pond and I think that's really true um 
it's interesting to see where where the fangirling happens and you know like which which circles um you know and and who looms large and whose lives and i think it's i'm not sure what the takeaway is exactly except that that we all tend to inhabit certain ponds right we we inhabit our filter bubbles and we we know the fish in our pond but then we forget that there's other ponds out there maybe that's part of it um yeah so you know so for all of my brave talk about how I want to share industry stuff with you guys there's some stuff here I I can't share with you and I wish that I could but you know it's interesting especially when I bring up names of certain female fantasy authors <clears throat> to hear a man come back with something like um, male fantasy author is far superior and I'm not going to get an argument about why but it's like well what makes male fantasy authors far superior? Why, why do you pick that person? Uh, and I think, you know, if we dug into it, it would be, oh, well, you know, what female fantasy author, uh, who has not won probably a lot of the big awards, which tend to go to certain types of writing, um, you know, that what she's not writing the good stuff, right? It's interesting. Back to my question of what is good? How do we decide what is good? What, how do we decide what is art and what is not? How do we decide what is commercial? Um, if something sells well and is popular, does that mean that it is automatically not art? I mean, there are some people who will go with that definition, you know, that it's only art if, if nobody buys it, maybe until you like you trip over to this other end where you're like high end art and then everybody buys it. But, you know, I've heard people say things like that about George O'Keefe, you know, who was getting a million dollars a painting by the time she, you know, in her later life, you know, and people are like, oh, well, you know, she was okay, but she, you know, she wasn't a true artist or she was kind of a hack, you know, and she was just really commercially successful. Um, you know, it's a funny thing. I always come back to, you know, all the monkeys pointing at each other and flinging poo and trying to decide who's who's the best monkey so um worked on the novella yesterday it's uh coming along pretty well i think i've passed like eleven thousand words so that's exciting shooting for 25 to 26 i'm gonna have to do a bit of revising on it because i did as i've mentioned sort of work my way in on those first couple chapters but the way the story is shaping i may be keeping more of those initial chapters than i thought the lesson there as always being uh, that I intuitively know what I'm doing as a writer more often than I consciously think I do. Uh, that probably ties into some sort of imposter syndrome too, right? Uh, what well, it would be great if I could learn to trust myself, but I also believe that the, that the angsting that the worrying about it is part of the process. And it is through that, that we bring out that creativity and invest it with energy. So, um, I'm going to scurry off. So I'm not late. Uh, but, um, I'll remind you all that first cup of coffee is part of the frolic media podcast network. 
and you will find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. You all take care. Bye bye.